0: Here's Kid Carson and Jordan McCloskey. She is BC's number one sexual health educator, Salima Noon, in studio. And she briefly mentioned on your way in that you were going to make us answer some questions that kids have submitted to you. That's right. So I'm already a bit nervous because, you know, I don't want to fail. You don't don't have to be nervous, Kid. You know why?
1: And you don't either, Jordan, because last time I was here, we had you answer some questions from parents and you killed it.
0: Well, look at Jordan's body language. He's got his <laughs> arms crossed over there. He's already... I am nervous. <laughs> okay. As soon as she said that, I was like, oh boy, here so we go, guys. I didn't kill it last week. Right. So these are all. questions I think that have you been did great. submitted to you, these questions? Yeah, just this week. Okay.
1: You can okay, see how, anonymous questions that we have on pieces of paper. And how and, old are these kids? Um, These ones were between grade five and grade seven. Okay. Now, first of all, I have to say that I wish your listeners could look at these beautiful anonymous questions I have in my hand right now, because just looking at their writing, I can feel their innocence and just healthy curiosity. And I think you'll agree with me that, I mean, I believe every question deserves a scientific answer.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So
1: answering questions from kids is really my most favorite part of what I do. So we're going to ease into it. All right. I'm going to give you each a pretty, you know, there's no doubt in my mind that you're going to just rock this.
0: Okay. feel faint. I feel really faint. Jordan, last
1: time you had the first question. So I'm going to put Kit on the spot first.
0: Oh God. Okay.
1: And the question is, how are twins made?
0: How are twins made?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh my God. I don't know.
1: Let's just talk through it.
0: I don't think I know how twins are made. So don't look, don't look at me like that. Why are you looking at me like that? Can I do it? Do
1: You want to give it a shot? It's up to you, kid. Okay, do you want well, to pass the question on?
0: Um, I don't. I, want to I feel
1: like you got this. I
0: don't want to phone a friend yet. Okay. I'm going to, and I'll be honest. This is a guess. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say there's a, a sperm and there's two eggs.
1: You're on the right track.
0: And then uh, that's as far as I that's as far as I can
1: get. So when one <laughs> baby is made, okay, we know that a sperm cell. Joins with an egg cell. Right. Okay? Yes. So when two babies are made, we got two eggs, and how many sperm? One. How many sperm?
0: Two. Two. Okay. I that was going to be my fourth guess. Yeah. I thought it was going to be one big sperm, and it goes in, and then it separates.
1: Oh, Jordan. Oh,
0: my God. Okay. Like
1: Terminator. We should no. have had him answer first. You're not wrong. You're not wrong, but we'll get there. Okay? So we know okay. fraternal twins- are twins that don't look exactly alike they happen when two sperms fertilize two egg cells at the same time and the babies grow inside the uterus together identical twins though happen differently and you just alluded to it jordan identical twins happen when a sperm and an egg come together not necessarily a gigantic sperm but a sperm and soon after that the cells multiply and splits into two babies okay
0: Gotcha. So was Which right. is why was... identical
1: twins <laughs> no, look said, almost just... exactly alike and why they're typically two boys or two girls because they originally came from the same fertilized egg.
0: Okay, that makes sense. Makes sense? I'm not sure why I wouldn't have guessed just two sperm and two eggs.
1: Well, you got part was of it, I am trying to make right?
0: it more complicated in my head, you know. Anyways. I, would.
1: Okay, I don't know why I, see, I didn't know I see that. Jordan over here getting a bit overly confident. Was, confident do you know what honest. I was going to say?
0: Right. When what? you said, because you didn't ask me, you just asked him. Yes. I was. You said, how, how are twins made? I was going to say, but by having sex. Technically, that's right. That's a smart ass answer. No, but I was going to say that. I hope your next question is very hard.
1: Another common question I get from kids is, can you choose to have twins? What's the answer to that?
0: Well, I guess you could in a lab. Okay. Right? Maybe that's cheating, that answer.
1: Well, twins are more likely in a situation where reproductive technologies are used, absolutely. But Mm. having twins is not something that we can choose. Even in a lab, it really depends on how many of those fertilized egg cells are viable.
0: Right, okay, that makes sense. Jordan's up next. Okay, Jordan, are you ready? Salima Noon in studio, salimanoon.com, BC's number one uh, sexual health educator. Putting Jordan on the spot, here we go.
1: I'm going to read out this anonymous question I got, okay? Okay. It says, I know someone who has... Hair in their armpits. Is this puberty?
0: Uh, I'd say yes. You're right. Little person.
1: Good job. Yes,
0: little person. <laughs> yeah, Congratulations, no, yeah. Jordan. There you go. But do I have to say anything else? Uh, I don't enough? know. Do you want to? Would um, you like to
1: expand on your answer? M-
0: that means you need to start to buy deodorant. Oh, wow. <laughs> Nicely done. I'm right? impressed. I'm, yeah. gla- I'm glad that Jordan didn't say that means you need to start shaving it because no. you don't no
1: no no right because it's actually
0: quite trendy now to even have you seen people online They uh, a lot of women especially now are letting their arm hit, uh, armpit hair grow in, and they're even coloring it <laughs> I've seen like pink armpit hey, pit hair hey you know what on Instagram. you do you you do you you can dye it you... you can do whatever you braid it do whatever you want maybe with they're it. swimmers right Right. Okay. But, but but that's this hits close to home because my wife was asking his old leg is turning 12 mm-hmm. and that's starting to happen yeah. so I've actually been thinking about this for a couple weeks no what joke. you say to him Yeah, and I was going to say about the doodern thing, so I'm glad you didn't laugh at me.
1: No, here's the thing. So what I tell kids, starting in grade four and five, is that during puberty, they're going to get, we all get, hair on our body, including under our arms. And when we get hair on our body, we start to sweat more than we used to. Sweat doesn't stink. It is perfectly clean and odorless. The problem, though, is that within seconds after we start sweating, bacteria from all over Greater Vancouver come and live in our sweat and it's the bacteria that stinks so we got to wash it off in the bath or the shower every day now only on clean skin can we use deodorant it doesn't help to put deodorant on after gym class because the bacteria is already stuck to you It's just like glue stick, and you're going to smell even worse by the end of the day. Mm. So deodorant needs to be used on clean skin. And I also mentioned to kids that they can talk to a parent or another adult in their life about maybe some deodorants that don't have tons of chemicals in them. There are a lot of really great natural deodorants that would probably be a good bet for them at their age. I
0: I use a a natural one. Me too. That I discovered a couple years ago. Can I give it a plug? Sure. I'll tell you my natural deodorant if you tell me your natural deodorant. Okay, let's do it. Mine is called Dr. Mist.
1: Oh, I haven't heard of that one.
0: It's from a London Drugs. It's the really? best deodorant I've ever had in my life. I've tried them all.
1: And no aluminum? It's, it's a, no, it's
0: a totally natural, natural and you, pss, pss, you spray it on like a pump. Oh. Pss, pss, pss. And uh, honestly, my life's been changed. Okay, Dr. Mist,
1: I'm going to remember that. What's your natural deodorant? So I've tried many, Yes, many, kid. And the one that I've been using recently for I, over a year now, I think, is called Soda Wax.
0: Soda Wax? Yeah.
1: Hmm. I order it online so it comes in the mail and and I think the base of it is baking soda awesome so it doesn't give me an allergic reaction or anything
0: right on yeah once you start realizing what's in normal deodorants it kind of freaks you out and you want to search for something natural so there's two good ideas soda yeah. wax and Dr. Mist Jordan he probably You're uses, you he no, 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 uses no. a speed stick no, you don't <laughs> no it's Old Spice <laughs> yeah see yeah alright and then if that's it's why not why you got if quiet. it's not on sale axe that's why he was quiet in that conversation okay <laughs> This is the Kid Carson Show. Uh, Sex educator, Salima Noon in studio. She's quizzing us. Actual questions that some of her students, young kids have asked her uh, things they want to know. And now she's asking us. Ready
1: for the next one? We are ready. Okay. I think for this next one, I want us to tackle it together because I think we've all got some really good ideas around it. Okay. How do you know if you're lesbian or gay? Or both.
0: Hmm. Well, I'm not a lesbian. So I don't know how to know. I think you Mm. just know. You would just know. Trusting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know because I'm not any of those things. But I mean, I'm I knew one day that I was straight. How, though? I guess. Yeah, I don't know. No one told me. I just knew. Right. It's just a thing, you know. That's right. Next, and, I, and I mean, I, I kind of knew that my son was, you know, straight when we were at Cactus Club for the first time and he was two years old and he couldn't stop Uh-oh. staring at the cactus server. <laughs> she was wearing one of those shirts, you know what I mean? And he was like, like even as a two-year-old staring so, and I'm like, huh, oh, something's going on here. I think we know.
1: So here's a question. Right. Okay. Well, maybe she was wearing a shiny necklace.
0: That's true i made some assumptions there and that was eye catching yeah
1: well here's the thing and again you're both right um it's a different experience for everyone in -hmm. terms of how we come to understand who we're sexually and romantically attracted to and who we want to be in a relationship with and what i want kids to understand is that this whole process is fluid and so if for example um someone in elementary or high school finds them having some physical or romantic feelings towards someone of the same sex, it doesn't mean they're gay. It means they're figuring it all out. Mm -hmm. And this can change throughout our lives as well. You know, we used to think that sexual attraction existed on a one-dimensional continuum with, you know, if you like the same sex, you're gay over here. And if you like the opposite sex, you're straight. But now we know that sexual attraction exists on Really, a 3D kaleidoscope mm. with lots of different options for us to express ourselves sexually and really come to terms with who we want to be in a relationship with, if at all. I mean, there are many people who identify as asexual. Mm. They don't want to have sexual relationships, which is cool. That's their choice. Others identify as pansexual. Gender doesn't factor in to what, what's, what's who that or term? what they pansexual. I've
0: never heard that before. Pansexual? What's yeah. That?
1: So you've heard the term bisexual. Yep. Uh, someone who identifies as bisexual might say that they're attracted to both men and women. Someone who identifies as pansexual might say that gender doesn't matter to them. Okay. What matters is a person's personality and so other characteristics. So that's not the same as bisexual?
0: No. Because bisexual is, is like, yeah, man, woman, whatever. But pansexual, how is, that, how is that different? Is
1: someone who is attracted to all genders.
0: All genders. Okay. So, because it's
1: not just man and woman. Right. right? Okay. There are many options in between.
0: Right. Okay, that makes sense. And, and I, don't, it, I don't even know a lot about that. In, like, when you say there's lots in between, that's a thing that I think that I don't fully even know. And it's, it's almost like an awkward conversation to have with someone. Like, I've met people in, in life that I'm like, I actually don't even know whether I'm talking to them. I'm like, hey, what's up? I'm having a conversation. Mm-hmm. I actually don't know if it's a male or female or where in between they are. Okay. And you can't so... even tell what they're, by their name. It's almost like that old Saturday Night Live skit, the Pat that old, yeah, um, Androgynous
1: Pat is right. what people used to call him. And, it's and I'm like, so, I, yeah, and I, I'm so glad you bring this up mm, because and I
0: feel like I don't want to insult anyone by even asking. So I just don't say anything. Of, you course. Just kind of like, and I, It's not like it matters. It's just I'm curious about who I'm talking to.
1: So here's the thing. One of the reasons why I love when this question comes up from kids and it always does is that, you know, our sexual attraction is just one piece of who we are as people. Mm-hmm. Right, But another piece is our gender identity, which is what you're talking about. Right. Our gender identity refers to how we feel in our heart as a boy or a girl or something totally different. Someone may identify as a man or a woman, but others may identify as gender fluid or non-binary or transgender or queer.
0: Right. Non-binary is the word now that I notice. I, I hear a lot.
1: And I, and I don't think we need to, as kids or as, as adults, need to get caught up in all of the language. Although um, what we do need to respect and understand is that we can't make assumptions. Mm. That's what's really damaging. And so these days, common practice, if we're really using respect for others, is to ask people what pronouns they use.
0: Gotcha. Okay, that's a good way to put it. Because I think our kids are going to be teaching us a lot. <laughs> We're going to be learning from our kids. They already are,
1: Jordan. People like You're you. You're right, they get it. Yeah. yeah, They get it. For us as adults, because we didn't grow up with this knowledge and this awareness, it's more difficult for us to understand. Right. But what we want kids to know is that there are many facets to who they are when it comes to their gender and their sexuality. Um, not just how they identify, but how they express themselves that way. and. The bottom line is, we want them to know that they are respected and celebrated and included and heard, whatever that may be. And it can take years for them to explore this in their journey.
0: You're listening to The Kid Carson Show. The Kid Carson Show. Zed 95.3.